What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. Hope you enjoyed a nice weekend. Uh, I'm joined, as always, here by Setha <laughs> and Jared Buckendall. It's a me. It's a he. We are socially no, constipated. No, it's a me. It's a me. It's a. <laughs> it's a she. What is the? Uh, d- does Luigi have an "it's a me" or does he say "it's a me a Luigi"? Does he have a different version of it? I think he goes wow 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 wow. And that's Waluigi. No. Lu- Luigi says, come here, bitch. <laughs> this is, come back to my mansion. It's haunted. Give me what I want! <laughs> All excellent Luigi impressions there. Uh, we, of course, are socially constipated. Back to you again with our Monday show. Uh, I think this is coming out on Labor Day, so happy Labor Day. Uh, however it is you are celebrating, we hope you're enjoying it and had a fun and safe weekend. Uh, we're here to send you back into the work week with... <laughs> Some different topics and things to talk about, some things to giggle I, about around the water cooler, you know, all that good stuff. I was watching, I think, the news earlier today. Ah, the news. The news. And, like, during the weather forecast, I saw that, you know, like, if there's a holiday, they'll, like, put, put like, a little graphic on the day of the week, typically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the one for Labor Day I saw was, like, a wrench and a hammer, like, that make an X, and they kind of, like, were wiggling back yeah. and forth. Like, that's such a weird fucking, like, every other one have, like, these cute things, like a Christmas tree for Christmas or a or a, a like a floor leaf clover and a hat leprechaun hat for St. Patrick's Day. Labor Day it's a fucking wrench. <laughs> that's laborers, man. It's a little strange. At first I thought you were going to like throw us for a loop and uh say it was a woman that was pregnant. It was showing <laughs> showing a baby crowning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Wow. It is uh it is going to be a wet one that day. Oh god. <laughs> Well, however it is you graphically uh, celebrate Labor Day, we, we hope you had a good one. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, as we always do. We're keeping it loose, keeping it random, uh, and keeping it fun here on Socially Constipated. Don't forget to head out, though, to our website, sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Dot com. That's where <laughs> you're going to find all of the places for uh, our social media profiles. You'll find links to all of our episodes where you can leave comments and join the conversation. Uh, it's also where you can join our mailing list. And where you can click the button to become an anchor wanker. Wanker. Go out there and support the show with a buck, two bucks, five bucks on a monthly basis. Million. Helps us keep the show going and growing. If you've got a million bucks, just call me directly. <laughs> uh, we don't need to make anchor a part of this. Call yeah. me whatever you want if you got a million bucks. Exactly. You could call Seth. Uh, little pig boy. Little pig boy. Ooh, <laughs> little pig boy, huh? Oh, you got little pig boy? We can do little pig boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to cost you a million bucks, Jared. Uh, hope you can pony Yeah, up. and I said it a lot. Wow. Yep, three million. Yeah. He's going to be coming for your legs pretty up. soon. Ow, ow. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Try to get free little pig boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little pig boy going to get in the blanket, roll up. Mmm, little pig boy. Wow. <laughs> your bill is stacking really up high. Testing, <laughs> well better, worth it. You better hope that this TikTok pays well, because you're going to be owing me. Well, I got some bad news. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> One way or another, someone's getting paid here. Uh, Jared's either going to pay up his millions of bucks and go broke, or he's going to make a million bucks on TikTok and have to give it to Seth. Either way, Seth, sounds like you're getting paid, buddy. Hell yeah. Let's Gotta go. Love that. Lots of fun stuff to get into, as I mentioned a second ago. Uh, we got the announcements of things behind us, so let's fire it up. We're going to start, like we always do here on Socially Constipated, by hearing from the Iron Sheik. I call you a punk.
All right. Iron Sheik, he had a bone, or I guess technically fruit to pick uh, this week. Oh was eating a delit what I feel is a very, very delicious fruit, but it also is probably the most annoying fruit for this exact reason. Um, Iron Cheek says, I be honest with you, Bananas. If you keep turning the brown before I peel you and eat the fuck out of you, I'm going to stop buying you. Stay yellow or go fuck yourself. Sheik hmm. <laughs> brings up an interesting point here. It's not a large, not a long window for bananas mm-hmm. which is making me think about right in this moment how many fucking bananas there must be like they don't last that long they don't no. last like more than a week and like i yeah. buy six or seven a week and there's always more bananas like have you ever <laughs> been have you ever been in a situation where they're out of bananas i mean i've been out of bananas before like a story you mean yeah 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 i was gonna not. say a store's never out of bananas yeah no. they just got they have leftover ones in the back that's bananas man god they must be 3d printing those sons of bitches i love bananas dude I, uh, I get in there. My tip for the Iron Sheik would be this. Uh, get some frozen bananas. The sliced ones in a bag? You can get them sliced in a bag, or you could just, uh, if you get a fresh banana in the store, you could peel it and then throw it in like a... I'm peeling. Uh, like a Ziploc bag? Okay. Put it in the freezer? Oh, see, you're, you know what? Smart man right there, because I'm usually, like, if my banana's getting, you know, towards that five-day, six-day mark, and it's getting a little, ooh, I don't know about that. Then you gotta take a shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> zing. <laughs> Someone help me peel this. Oh no! Oh, that's um, nasty. I will. Uh, I'll just throw the whole banana in the freezer, um, and then I have to let it thaw to cut it up. But I think that you just might have uh, streamlined the process. Oh yeah, you definitely. I learned that the hard way. You have to peel the banana before you freeze it, and or it's impossible to peel it well, when it when you un- unless you like you said let it thaw it all the way. But yeah. I, I don't like doing that. I don't like uh, thawing out fruit really. I tried it recently with some strawberries and blueberries, and they got, like, really juicy in a way I didn't like. Um, yeah, it basically turns into baby food, and it's really off-putting. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> was that on purpose, off-putting? Ha-ha, <laughs> zing! Hey. I am the queen! People book me. I'm available for uh, bad comedy. <laughs> he plays colleges and bars all over the country. Yeah, but the best part about Old Bananas is that if you know how to and or live with someone who can make banana bread Ooh, banana bread go. is one of the most tasty things in the world please do not include nuts in my bread no nuts yeah no, no. nuts in the banana get those bread. nuts out of there i'm yeah. curious okay you're saying you're saying tastiest things is that like top five tasty things for you a nice slice of warm banana bread God, there there are very few things that i will like crave and like consistently crave Mm-hmm. Um, that or in like it's like if if I go too long without having banana bread, I get like an intense craving for it, <laughs> and so yeah, like it's probably in the top five, definitely in the top ten, but def- probably more in the top five of like my favorite, most satisfying foods. Man, this is, we should have done a mama number five for this. I, yeah. I like this topic. Is uh is the first sip of an ice cold beer, Bubba, on your list? <laughs> no, no, because for for me it's more like. I love the savory stuff, Sa- salty savory stuff. I, and I know banana bread's sweet, but it's like a it's it's a fulfilling item. And it's hearty. Uh, yeah, and you can uh, if you put butter on it, it's got a little bit of the salt too. You can do that. Like another one is uh, Texas Roadhouse cheese fries <laughs> with the bacon <laughs> on them and that ranch, which I had that this past. I had it on my birthday. Went there for dinner. 
it fucking satisfied. It had been a few months since I had it, and it was getting back into that craving for me. That I can dig, man. Yeah. Shout out Texas Roadhouse. Uh, we had some delicious. I had some delicious salmon and some uh, green beans and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. And slammed some sort of Texas tea that had a bunch of rum in it. Uh, pretty good yeah. outing uh, to celebrate your uh, your your. Well, yet another uh, Dirty well, a complete 30. decade, I'll say. I'll yeah. leave it at that. Uh, around the sun again. Did Seth, you get any new wisdom for from your birthday? Anything that you feel that you've uh, you've gained? I will say, which is kind of surprising, we've had a, quite a few drinks over the last week um, between the Chicago and my birthday, and then last night we went out for some drinks for some open mic comedy and stuff. Uh oh. And so far, I haven't had a hangover in my thirties, even with all this drinking. So. Maybe as you, you know, maybe thirty is the sweet spot for the uh, tolerance. Maybe it goes downhill right after thirty. I hope not. I was a beneficiary of the altitude difference between Oregon and Iowa. Uh, that helps me drink. I drank way more than I should have <laughs> over this last week, and it felt fantastic the entire yeah. time. It's very strange. Yeah. But uh, watch out, the demon's not far around the corner. I don't think. But. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to get too far from the banana bread thing. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like we can definitively say that this is a pro banana bread podcast. Mm-hmm. I think I'm speaking for the group, uh, and, and that we're not into the nuts there. Which you know, it's it's going to be ben- a divisive subject, I guess. Maybe maybe the, some of the commenters out there maybe <laughs> enjoy the nut bread. What about banana bars, like with the the frosting on top? I love those. Wait, what's Fr- a banana bar? You never had a banana bar? I, is it is it like a similar to a pumpkin bar but banana? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. okay. Or like a carrot bar. Yeah, pumpkin bar is probably the more more popular ones, but banana bars are very very good. It's a little bit. It's like banana bread. Sometimes a lot. Typically, the banana bars I have are a little bit more fluffier than a banana bread, but yeah, very tasty. Yep. Okay. I'm seeing here. I'm seeing him here making them on a tray, getting some like you're saying, the yep. nice frosting on there. That one I feel like is more of a cake. I, I feel like a banana bread is yeah. is more of a bread. Yeah, That's and if point. that makes sense, banana bar. Yeah. On it, banana bar is meant to be more of a dessert. I mean, I know banana bread is too, but. It can be that. That's a little bit healthier because you don't have the frosting on it. With a banana Wait. bar, it's a frosting on top. Okay, if you're putting frosting on a banana bread, does that make it into a banana bar? I don't think so because the okay. bread is a little thicker. It's a little denser. Dense. Oh, yeah. you, need, you need to whip it more. Get some more airiness in there. Yeah. Huh? Banana bar is like. Yeah, banana bar is like. It's the same consistency as like a pumpkin bar. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. But it's kind of funny if you think about it. You could just take any bread and put frosting on it, and it's kind of cake. Kinda. Interesting. <laughs> now we're going to the whole is this cake thing. Oh this, no. Is this microphone a cake? I can't. We can't tell. do that again. That was uh, traumatizing about a year ago. Hold on. I'm, about, I'm gonna go get a knife and see if this if Cody's computer is a is a cake. I might do that for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how much of this is gonna make it through to the shows, but we've had a bitch of a time getting their shit set up to uh, record these podcasts <coughs> from the road. Uh, had some good luck, some bad luck over last week. So I, I don't know what's come out lately, uh, to be honest with you guys. But the computer not cutting it. Ha ha ha. zing. So Seth, you might just have to hand me that, uh, hand me that hypothetical knife uh, that you've got there. But Iron Sheik, it, I, I can't remember where we started with the Iron Sheik here. He's pro banana. Or no, he's pissed he, off because the bananas don't say Yeah, he likes enough. bananas, but they, they die too quickly. I totally get that. Get the frozen ones, Shiki. That's my suggestion for you. Shiki, sending us down a banana path here on Sheik Tweets. I call you a punk. All right, 
here. Uh, let's get into some game time before we hit the headlines for the week. We are going to pull out uh, one of our newer games. Uh, I think this might be our newest game, actually. Probably. But it's one that we've had fun with so far. Uh, this one's called Phrased Out. What is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, Dad. Squirrel jam. Hey. All right, Phrased Out. I read off some phrases, three phrases to be exact. Two of them are fake that I made up. One is true. The guys are going to have to try and guess which one is the true phrase. Makes sense? All right. Phrased out. First phrase. We'll go. I'll read off all three, and then you'll make a decision at the end. First phrase is heavy as an elephant's toenail. <laughs> Second phrase, live like a maggot in bacon. And third phrase, finding truth in a fairy tale. Oh, man. This guy is hitting us with heat on all three of these. If there's any artists out there needing album names, <laughs> uh, these are all album names. Yes. Sure. Well, Limp Biscuits out there. We talked about them a, a few weeks ago with uh, Fred Durst's new look. Maybe those sound like Limp Biscuit album. Mm. Wait, is that a trick? Is this news Ooh, or nonsense? We found the theme. Is... Yep, they're all Limp Biscuit album. I should have fucking known. Chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Man, you just got the daily double. Mm. <laughs> I think the elephant's toenail thing sounds like something they would say in the South. That's kind of funny to me. Can you can you say that one with the Southern draw, please? I'll read them off the Southern draw. Yes, All please. Right. All right. Oh. Heavy as an elephant's toenail. That's terrible. Oh, that's definitely truth. Then yeah, I can I can see it heavy, now. Heavy as an elephant's toenail. Live <laughs> like a maggot in bacon. Finding truth in a fairy tale. <laughs> Anyone who's ever met my mother is laughing their fucking ass. It's a pretty good impression of Fanny Michael. I feel like I've maybe heard the truth in a fairy tale one, but maybe I'm thinking of like something very similar to it. Yeah, uh, that that one I'm thinking too as well. Like if that one is made up, it goes. It, it it's genius. The Megan and, ba- and Bacon one sounds definitely country. <laughs> country, country. It's like a, I'm like a pig in mud. It reminds me of that one. A maggot and bacon, so what, you're you're disgusting, and yet here you are in a delicious situation. I felt like that. God, these all sound good, Jared. He's too good for us. Uh, you getting any, any feelings about these? Again, I'm going into the psyche of who makes this game, and this mm-hmm. man loves bacon. So I think the bacon one is the fake one. Well, there's two fake ones. There's oh. One. Oh, we're finding the real one? <laughs> yeah, you do oh, this every shit. time. Nice. <laughs> Two, two of them are made up. One of them is, is true. Oh, man. Okay, so we have to find the true one, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, man. My... Oh, crap. Well, I think we can... I, I will agree with you that we can eliminate that one. I, I'm okay yeah. with that logic. So then it's the elephant's toenail or finding truth in a fairy tale. I'm going to guess the truth in a fairy tale one is the real one. I, I feel like that's familiar to me that I, that I may have heard it. Yeah, I want to say that one as well. Um, Yeah. All right. He's smirking. I don't like our odds here. <laughs> yeah, you don't really don't get to see me as I'm... Uh, <laughs> He's like, yes. He looks like Mr. Burns. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. You guys eliminated the correct one immediately. Oh, oh. The maggot in the bacon grease? <laughs> yeah, that's the, the meaning behind it here. I think I think it's what Cody said. It's like you're in a, you're gross but in a delicious situation. So live like a maggot and bacon uh, with their unapologetic love for meat. Is it any wonder that the Germans regard living like a maggot and bacon as an enviable state of being? So the Germans came up with that phrase. Interesting. 
Well, Don Both. Shane to our, our friends over in the Deutschland. The old, uh, you know, Western Germans out there who love their uh, their cowboy movies. That's probably where they got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, if the if the factor if it was news or nonsense or, or uh, factually bereft, and you told me that phrase and said where does it originate, and two of the options were Germany and Oklahoma, I would have fought <laughs> you before I would have guessed that it was Germany. So that that's a surprise in and of itself. But I can I can definitely empathize with uh, living like a maggot and bacon. I've done that before. You guys got any good stories of living like a maggot? <laughs> no, but I do think that. I go with when we play this game, you guys need to take your first instinct and then do the complete opposite of it. <laughs> You're right. We were pretty quick to go. It's not that. We know that for sure. I will say I'm staring right at your fucking face and uh, you didn't give it away when yeah. we eliminated that one. So Because I was happy because I knew I was going to win. Well, an incredible actor and an incredible poet. Uh, we learn it every time we play this one. Again, do we got some good finding truth in a fairy tale I could see? I'm telling you, I need to write uh, greeting cards for Hallmark. You do, man. That's your calling. Seth has found his way to uh, to uh, bring happiness and joy into the world, and it's with inspirational quotes uh, of the fake nature. It's, uh, this time we're living like maggots in bacon with <laughs> phrased out. What is a phrase? Doink, doink. Sorry, Jack. Squirrel jam. Seth stumps us here and gets the point. Really enjoying that game. Uh, let us know if you liked it. Also, if anyone's keeping track of the shit that Seth has made up for that game, let us know if you have a list. Because uh, I am looking for a tattoo right now. So, Lower back tattoo. Perfect. Exactly. It's going to go right above my... Uh... It's going to go right down into the crack. Yeah. It's, it's a vertical one, not a horizontal. It goes right down like a slide into the crack. Woo! Oh, God. <laughs> I saw a tattoo on a woman's lower back. And I think she had had a sibling like pass away. And in order to commemorate this brother she had like a rose and the word brother on her lower back and when i saw that it made me think couldn't you just say you don't like doggy style (laughs) i feel like that's like a pretty obvious don't fucking do this uh but you could just communicate be communicative and then you wouldn't have to put that on there i I mean again there's a lot of uh situations where it's like how did no one stop that like even the tattoo artist is like are you sure? Are you sure you want sure this? Again. Like that's what I would have done, but uh, I guess went the full went the full way. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your tattoo taste is, uh, we're gonna hit you with some headlines coming up here. So uh, let's see what's on our minds this week in our bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. The three of us got to spend a little time together celebrating, mm-hmm. uh, as we said before, a birthday for old Seth here. I hung out in Chicago. Did a lot of stuff. So packed weekend on a hot, so much stuff hot 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 weekend in chicago it was uh, very very tiring to run around the city but we had a blast uh, what what kind of stuff did we do we ate uh oh i know jared's gonna want to talk about the duck so i'll save that for you quack quack, quack mother quacker we set hmm. a record in an escape room yeah we escaped the 90s uh, an all-timer 10 Things I Hate About You uh, themed room. Uh-huh. We got out a number one team ever. You can check the, well, maybe we'll post the photo on our social to, to brag about that a little bit. Got some deep dish pizza. Yeah. Played some video games. Drank some beers. What? Went to a surprisingly good country show. Yeah. Uh, country. That was a really fun time. So it was, a, I think, a good solid, you know, anytime I'm in Chicago, I want to eat. Uh, I want to catch some music. Yep. And uh, anytime the three of us are together, we got to do an escape room. So we hit all the highlights this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared, I know one of them that was a surprise for you was the duck that we had on Friday night. 
Yeah, dude. Um, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I I did think before we went to this joint, I thought it was all a joke. Again, uh, listeners, I, I we went into this uh vacation, vacation all I ever wanted, and I did not want to know what we were doing. I guess. Um, so we went to this dine or like uh, what was it? Was it Korean place or yeah, Korean barbecue? Yep. Yeah, so we went to this Korean barbecue place, and uh, the people we were with were like, okay, we're going to get the duck dinner. And I was like, okay, here we go, I guess. They brought out a full roasted duck, sliced that some beach in front of us. We had some dumplings. We had some wontons. We had some, like, I don't even know, bo- is it boa? Boa biscuits or something? Oh, oh yeah. Bow. There we go. Thank you. Um, and then they took the rest of the duck, threw that some beach in a pot, made a soup out of it, and made some fried rice. And I'm not going to lie, that's probably one of the best meals I've had in the last year. Easily. Yeah. It was very, very good. I'd have to agree. That shit was dope. And the way they used the whole thing was very cool. I'd never been to Korean barbecue before. I never. This is Peking duck. And uh, I had never had that before. Very cool experience. One of those, for me, one of those things that I walked away from being like, oh, yeah, sometimes it's really good to try stuff that, you know, yeah. you really wouldn't. Uh, and that was a really rewarding experience like that. So, you know, obviously there's a risk. And if that sucked, then that would have really sucked. But, yeah, this was a fun one. You got to remind yourself sometimes to get out and experiment. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, what about you, Chef? What, what was the highlight for you over the Chicago trip? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot that, like you said, it was packed. Um, definitely the escape room was super fun. A lot of really cool... Actually, they're, I did see that they're getting rid of this room, so we could talk about it. So they're, they're upgrading to Escape the 90s Part 2 or something like that. Part 2? Yeah, so we got to go back and do it uh, next weekend. No. Essentially, like Cody said, instead of like 10 things I hate about you were each of the sisters. Uh, we had six people, so we broke up into teams of three. Uh, so you guys were on... One side, you guys were on Bianca's like the, side. Yeah, the pop side. Your room was pink and had like boy bands and Britney Spears and stuff up on your wall. And then I was on the other side with um, a couple of anchor wankers, wanka, wanka, Tom Martin and Anna Swanson. Uh, appreciate them hosting us. So they uh, they were on the uh, the other side with me, and my room was like goth and dark uh, black walls, and there's like CDs uh, on the wall and stuff. And then I walk in and immediately see that Super Mario World for Super Nintendo is playing on the TV, mm-hmm. and so I immediately start playing it to see if the there if it was actually the game or if there was a clue on there. Unfortunately, that game did not have a clue. But uh, yeah, we we both each side ripped through. The the point of the game was to like try and get back together and then escape the room to go like to a party or whatever. There was like a window with locks and stuff on it. And so like first we had to get back together and like we ripped through all that stuff and opened the door so we could be in the same room. Like that only took like 20 minutes. And then the rest of it took like another like what, six or seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we went through it fast, but my favorite clue, my favorite thing that I've ever done in an escape room ever or at least favorite like clue that I've ever seen is that the so the Super Nintendo uh, there there's a certain point where there was a like a lockbox or something and it had other Super Nintendo games in it it was like Jurassic Park I think like Star Fox and then uh, oh hell yeah and then the uh, Zelda and so I tr- I put in the other games and they were just the games and actually the Super Nintendo was an emulator. So it wasn't quite an actual Super Nintendo, but it was like the shell of a Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, And so it wasn't quite the experience of putting in a game, but the reason they used the emulator is that on the Zelda game, it was 
a part of the clue, like of the uh, the escape room. So like, and I was I was kind of not paying attention. So I, I put that in and it starts off and says Zelda and all that stuff. It looked normal, like the other games kind of had. And then I looked away as other people were doing stuff. And then I look back and I see there's like text scrolling and then I see escape room in the text. So I'm like, well, clearly escape room is never referenced in Zelda. <laughs> how, how do you know? Yeah. And so I uh, kept playing that and found like a, a, a formula uh, for other people to look throughout the room so that we can put together that for a combination. So that was really fucking cool of how they used a video game to do that. Another cool one, too, is there was a Walkman in there, a CD Walkman, and there was uh, an equation close by where that was. And then it uh, basically it had essentially there there was an X, X and Y that you had to, to solve. And those were on the wall. The numbers were on the wall on various posters. And then it told me which track to play on this on a cd like there was one cd that was available to like pull out and put in the in the in the walkman and so when i played that the track uh said it was like a made-up song and it kept saying like death is death is the key death is the answer and there was like a word lock that spelled out death that got to a clue ah spooky stuff i would have been babe i would have been running from that song I think, again, you're explaining this because Cody and I were on the other side of the uh, the escape room doing our own puzzles and stuff. I don't think I would have easily, like, whatever puzzles we all had to solve, I think were our, for our strong suits. Because, again, I don't know how you would have figured out that, that track. I mean, maybe easier said than done, but you explaining the video game as well, I'm like, I would have just completely bypassed that stuff. It's funny, we went into this talking, and we always do. We've done, gosh, a shitload of escape rooms together now. And like you said, we have different skills and shit, and Seth is the guy that's going to go through all the video (laughs) games and make sure that they're not, you know, part of the game, and and this time they were. And, uh, you know, we had other puzzles and things that we each got to solve. So it it, it worked out really well. It was a nice one. We set the record, got to reminisce about the 90s a little bit. Uh, This place was called Quandary in Chicago. So if you're ever there... Definitely check them out, uh, and and they get a thumbs up for sure. But uh, I bet you won't be able to beat our time. So eat shit. Well, now we told you the whole. Uh, well, maybe you will now. Yeah. No, they <laughs> won't. Don't. There's cheat. stuff still hidden in there. Shouts out to video games for uh, helping us get this uh, record. Video games. <laughs> we gotta bring that back, man. It's not usually on the board, but we're using a throwback board today. So I, I, I knew I had, when I saw that one on there, I knew I had to give it a shot. So <laughs> shouts out to Zelda and the folks over at Quandry for a good time. One of the things I didn't mention before that we did is we got to sing some karaoke. Mm. Got to belt in, you know, get on the mic and belt out some of our favorite hits. Seth, you, you pointed out it made you feel some type of way being back at karaoke. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, this is just more of a, you know, I guess karaoke was kind of the the catalyst for it, but I guess we show up and it's it's a, a fairly uh, crowded bar, and I get in there at first and I'm not really paying attention to who the demographic is, and we get up fairly quickly, sing a song, and then kind of sit down and take a survey of where we're at, and I I start to see uh, nothing but white supremacists. <laughs> yep, <laughs> swastika tattoos galore. <laughs> I I see these two probably early 20s girls up on stage singing and they're singing um dark horse by Katy perry is it juicy j is he the rapper she's a beast yeah that's juicy j right that's juicy j yeah 
And so they they are singing the song with. I mean, they are having a fantastic time. They are belting it as loud as they can. They are going. They actually end up going a verse too early at one point because they're so excited about the song. Like this was a song for them. They did the whole verse. <laughs> yeah, there. This is a song for them that they loved, probably in early, like when they were in the early stages of high school. So uh, myself and Anna went up few minutes prior to them and it sang a song so i mentioned we came in and sang a song pretty pretty quickly and it was ocean avenue by yellow card <laughs> and i realized and we kind of were doing the same thing like we know a lot of those words by heart and very excited about it the only difference here is that the distance between us and yellow card is probably the same as those girls and dark horse in terms of age like when they were enjoying it and the like the time of life so basically we are way old. <laughs> we quantify our oldness by the difference between Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Because yep. that Dark Horse was a song for us in like college. Yeah, I danced my head off we, at the club we, in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were doing that at school, like high, like middle school, high school dances. And it just made me feel way old for being in there. <laughs> God. It just clicked. Yeah. It is happening. Like you start getting out more and more and, and people younger than us are getting into the workforce now. Mm-hmm and are making their way out to the bars. I think now if you're born on this date in 2000 or or, or since yep. then, you can drink now. So there's like people who never saw the 90s are in bars now. It is a weird sensation to feel like the old guy in a bar. Oh, yeah. And it's not a good one. Um, I don't mind it. Like if I'm not giving a fuck, I'm not giving a fuck. Yeah. But if you start to give a fuck, it gets it gets yeah, bad it, fast. And I didn't, it didn't en- like make me enjoy my time less, but it's definitely a thing where I became more aware and it like pulled the pulled the the rose colored glasses off a little bit. Also, it was a, you know a day two days prior of me turning thirty, so I was already starting to feel <laughs> for a little while now. I've been feeling like oh fuck, I'm getting old now. Um, which is thirty isn't old, but it's just it's it's a new decade. It's a new new quote unquote chapter, I guess in a way. I'm a milestone person in general, totally. hmm. uh, nostalgic person, and so year changes like that i mean 25 was even one for me so 30 is even bigger i definitely have felt this way i've been i don't know it's for me it's not so much about how young i am it's that it's the presence of people younger than me is Mm -hmm. the thing that trips me out so the this was an an interesting example with dark horse Uh, i hadn't thought about it much but you point that out and i'm like oh yeah that's Katy Perry was high school music to some people. Uh, that is a different thing. Uh, Jared, did you did you run into anything either at that that night or, or any other time? Just made you feel like old as fuck. I don't know about going out and stuff. I mean, obviously the whole song situation after you guys like you know made it apparent. It's kind of like that breaking the glass moment of like, oh you yeah, you're you're definitely right. I, I don't know. Someone asked me that question actually a couple days ago. Have you had something that made you feel old? And I think the biggest thing is like. I just think I'm super young, so when I talk to people and then they're they say like the year they graduated or something, I'm like, oh wow, like I was working when you graduated high school. I don't know, maybe it's just a mental thing, but you know, hey, live 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 moss. D- yeah, live moss exactly. Boom, hit the bell. <laughs> I don't know. I think the whole age thing after a certain, um, like graduating college or something, it doesn't even matter anymore. Again, like, you know, when it, if you were a freshman dating a senior in high school, that was like, oh, but now if you, you can date someone that's like 20 years older than you might be a little weird, yeah. but you know, it, it's, you can do it. 
Yeah, it's weird. People do give me kind of some weird looks uh, when I tell them I'm dating a senior in high school. Yeah. <laughs> She's 18. Prom's going to be bomb. <laughs> wow. Nice. Watch out, seniors. Every year Seth gets older, but y'all stay yeah. the same age. Yeah. She's actually also 30, but she just keeps getting held back. Oh, no. That's not good either. <laughs> she reads at a sophomore level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jared, I think I saw you retweeted something earlier that said, basically, you don't have to hit milestones by certain ages. Like It's an unfair pressure to put on yourself. But graduating high school before 30 is probably one that I yeah. think is fair. <laughs> <laughs> she, hey, she kept having that, that uh, you know, sen- senior skip day mentality. She just didn't, go, didn't show up to class for most of the year. For about 10 years. Yeah, she just keeps uh, getting held back, and it's, you know, it's unfortunate. But and she's trying. So okay, I, I this is this is a dumb question, but also my my, my brain lives in fantasy world. Um, if you're like 29, you don't go back to high school to get your diploma, correct? No, GED. Yeah, you gotta get it. But you know what? Make it fun. Make make a 29 year old go back to high school. I think that that would be like. Is there a movie or show about that? Billy Madison. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's fucking hilarious. Pretty sure uh, MVP. Most valuable primates about Oh, that. you're right. Wow, man, that was a good poll. Do you remember the obsession with primate movies in like the mid nineties? Well, there were two or three different like uh funny primates. Dunstan. Oh, Dunstan one checks one. in, yeah. Yeah, he did check in and then he I, I think he went to college with Rondi Dangerfield, but I haven't <laughs> Back to school. He was on the diving I get, team. I get no respect. Yeah. It don't get no respect. Like all good things. Primate movies and bananas have to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what makes you feel old as shit. Um, these Gen Zs moving in. I, I still am not certain I know how to work TikTok. I, I tried to make a story on Instagram a couple of weeks ago with a, a comedy show that I was about to have. I Jared, I know you're pretty active on there. I can't use the shit. Like, I, <laughs> you got to use your thumbs and you got to be smart about how you layer stuff and how it's timed and how it pops in and shit. And I am a grandfather when it comes to fucking doing it. took me, I swear to you guys, I spent like two hours trying to do a story on Instagram one time. And it was not especially complicated. I just kept fucking it up and having to start over because I should, didn't know how to undo. You should just like <laughs> write everything down on a piece of paper and then just take a picture of it. <laughs> that is Honestly. exactly what you should do. It would have been faster for me to like cut up pieces of paper and do South Park animation to my fucking story. I can't. I don't know how you guys are. Kids are doing this with you and all with your thumbs. Instagram, give me a, an internet interface where I can point and click and give some thought to the shit. I, yeah, I don't got enough room on my screen for my fat thumbs. I'm trying to shrink some shit really small. Can't do it. Get off my lawn. Uh, I'm feeling really fulfilled. Uh, changing gears here. Uh, Seth and I actually just got finished at a movie and uh, went and saw Shang Chi. Which I think there's going to be another episode, or we'll talk about it on an Entertainment Outhouse. Uh, we all enjoyed the film, and I enjoyed the theater experience. I know, Seth, that we're always going back and forth about your theater, which is a Marcus, mm-hmm. and mine, which is a Regal. Uh, we've gone back and forth about the cheeseburgers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What I will say is, your theater earned a point tonight because we had the ability to order food, like a hot meal, mm-hmm. and have it waiting for us at a certain time. Mm-hmm. and amazing experience we rolled up at like five minutes until showtime Ooh. picked up picked up our food it was already ready seth went in and watched the trailers i didn't want to watch the trailers, so i sat out uh like in the hall and ate my some of my food 
and then uh, popped back in, watched Shang-Chi, and it was, we didn't have to wait in a line, Mm -hmm. we didn't have to wait for the food to cook. Uh, You've really got this thing dialed in, Seth, Mm -hmm. your your movie experience. So Marcus, uh, snaps for you. (laughs) <laughs> for uh, for a nice experience, you. My, I'm hoping my Regal will catch up to that sometime soon. Yeah. Do you ha- like? So you guys, do you have? You don't have an order ahead thing at all. You have to like do it there. You know what's really annoying? You can order from your phone, but not ahead of time. Okay. Like they won't let you put your order in unless your GPS is at the theater. Gotcha. Which I hate. It drive defeat for me defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. But ah. Yeah, I I've I've enjoyed. I haven't ordered a ton, uh, but I I've enjoyed that because I. And I think they also do allow, like, so if you do order there, like if you if I were to order a burger there when you get there, they do have, they brought back the buzzers. Mm-hmm. So you, oh, st- nice. you still have that option. But yeah, the order ahead is perfect because I've had it happen once when I've done that where they, hot food wasn't ready when I got there. So that was kind of a bummer. But that also, the, the apparently the receipt printed weird that time and it was like the mm-hmm. bottom got cut off so they didn't see that there was a burger on there. But otherwise, yeah, it's always it's worked really well, and it was per, like perfect timing. As soon as you get there, they it was ready to go. Marcus Burger, first one I've had in a while, and it hit the spot. It was tasty. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. The Marcus Burger is back. Yeah, and ready for action. Jared, I know you're not much of an eater, but we did go to the Alamo. I think is is the one that you have. Uh, the Fridley. That yeah. one with the wait staff is pretty cool too. I don't think I need the wait staff. It, like if I can count on my shit being ready when I arrive at the theater. And like just like we did, you walked right into the the theater lobby, picked up our food, and straight into the theater. You, you, we could have been in there. We like went to the bathroom and stuff, but we could have been in there in two minutes mm-hmm. from walking in the front door. I love that type of efficiency. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I I think Marcus is or Marcus and Seth. The combination there has got it set up to a science because all these other places you know sure you know it's it's nice to have a wait staff there to you know maybe bring you stuff halfway through like hey i want a you know a strawberry shake with one hour left in the movie or something but the thing is i tend to feel like they always forget something again i'm a very kind of particular person when i order food and whatnot and there's always something missing so yeah the whole idea of having it sitting there ready to go but then if there is a problem, I can tell them right then and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think any of the theaters down here. I think AMC does have that whole kind of uh, order ahead and you can pick it up. But they got rid of a lot of their fo- uh, hot food options. I think they only have, like, a hot dog and a, maybe a pizza. I'm not getting treated to a nice Marcus burger, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was very impressed. Enjoyed that. Nice being back at the theater. It's weird. Uh, we so rarely get to like go to movies together mm-hmm. anymore. Any any version of the three of us. And so I, I always enjoy getting to go. This was a fully sold out theater too. First time that I've experienced that. Uh, so it, was, it feels like we're uh, whether or not we should be uh, is is a good <laughs> question. But it kind of does feel like we're back when it comes to the theater. We've been talking about that for a few weeks here. One thing that I think is also back, and Seth, you might have to update. Uh, those of us who aren't keeping up with the story as well as you. Uh, but we did talk last week about OnlyFans uh-huh. and some of the changes that are getting made to them. I think there's an update on that news, but then also you had mentioned this news has sparked a lot of competitors, and there was <laughs> one you wanted to highlight. Yeah, uh, OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, we talked about it, and then like, the episode came out like when the news first broke about it, OnlyFans, and then like two days the before day the episode later, was yeah. posted, yeah, it was, then they changed their, their mind on it. So yeah, it's fully back to porns. You can get all the porns you want. You can get all the naked beholes holes back on the menu, people. Yep. You can Give me what I want! <laughs> I really like feet. 
<laughs> buttholes are are bountiful and penises are plentiful and wow. assholes are available. Um, <laughs> available. It kind of just went down uh, a, a rabbit hole in my mind the uh, today actually. Uh, so OnlyFans is is uh, is around and back and going strong. What a, I, there needs to be some offshoots, I think, of OnlyFans. And actually, I, the one first one I thought of uh, is an actual thing. It's kind of a weird website, but OnlyFans, uh, <laughs> Fran Drescher OnlyFans. Oh, that, that's, uh, oh my god! That's oh. exactly what I thought you were going to say when I read that. Yeah. If you go to onlyfans.com, it's basically just her a bunch of her head, and I think if you click on stuff, it makes some of her noises and says lines from shows and movies and stuff she's been in. I think Cody's on it right now. This is hysterical. <laughs> it's her head floating around everywhere. You gotta see this thing, man. Oh, dude. This is awesome. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Mr. Sheffield. Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> So we have OnlyFans. What are some other OnlyFans accounts or websites could that we could do? Like that would be offshoots of OnlyFans, like Only Only Tans. A uh, bu- bunch of people who uh, Tan France. It could be the same thing, but with Tan France from Queer Eye. I think people would. Like oh, that's that. a per- that's a person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, no one would go to this one, but Only Dan's. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not clicking on it. Dan Aykroyd. Someone might. It could be, yeah. It could just be all the different types. No, yes. we we should buy the domain and only put Dan's face on there. There you go, uh, Dan Rotert. If you're out there, send us some uh, headshots, and we're gonna make a website for you. <laughs> what about uh, only bands? It's a place where indie bands can meet up with one another. <laughs> I think that would be good. Uh, uh, it'll be the new MySpace, or only bands could be Ray Bands. Could be for sunglass enthusiasts. Ooh. Mm. What about only crayons? <laughs> where you can buy oh some uh, school supplies or cranberries ooh oh, I'm thinking only crayons like C-R-A-Y only crayon but then just say it quickly and it's like they sell only like the weirdest like macaroni and cheese the weird offshoot colors of crayons wasn't there so like I, a purple people eater monster one yeah, there's like uh, um, delicious malaise what? that's a good one <laughs> Delicious malaise? Yeah. It sounds like a, 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 a Lay's potato chip contest. <laughs> There's also oyster hammock. That's a good one. Oh, what? no. Oh, no. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I can picture oh, that. Oh, that's nasty. Don't you dare repeat that. Oh, my God. Cat pajama. That's a good one. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you listing? Uh, crayon colors. Oh, are you okay again uh listeners i am not in the room with these two are you guys sitting by each other watch are you watching him come up with these names <laughs> I, it's it's weird if you ever seen that uh scott pilgrim bit where they zoom into scott's head and he's spinning a wheel <laughs> and then he, it decides what he says i'm seeing the wheel appear above seth's head and it's a strange looking fucking wheel i'll tell you that <clears throat> God. picnic trombone is another good one too <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Ordinarily, I would ask if he's using a random word generator. He's not. This is, he is one. And these are all colors. You can find these. Yeah, in the they're Crayola. beautiful. You got to get the 108 pack. With the uh, sh- sharpener. That's only oh, crayons. Dude. Get those. This, these are the colors you get in only crayons. Yeah. Wow. Well, only friends uh, is worth a visit. We're gonna link to this in the episode description. So uh, click on the link in the description to head out on the website and check out only friends it, it is worth a couple of seconds of dicking around you can just click on it it, it works on your phone too 
So go give that one a shot if you're uh, concerned about OnlyFans. But it sounds like we don't need to be. We got OnlyFans online. We got uh, food in the theater, eating that hot and fresh as we walk in, uh, feeling like old dickheads at karaoke and uh, bopping around in Chicago. Uh, that's what, that was what's going on in our minds this week, and so we'll wrap up our bathroom reading there. Sitting on a toilet. Now flush. All right, folks. Well, uh, those are the headlines. That's what's going on with us this week, some of the things in the news out there. So uh, we are just about getting ready to wrap this show on up. Before we do that, though, i uh, got to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. So you guys talked about this a few weeks ago, and I feel like we do this a lot on these shows. You, you guys are way ahead of me, and I have to catch up and then follow up with my opinion and on mustard. shit that you've already mentioned. I would prefer mustard to ketchup. I would just say that. Hell yeah. Whoa. Uh, is that a controversial opinion? Mustard before ketchup? Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude, you take that mustard, throw it directly into the toilet. No, I, I don't accept that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> God. You know, we don't have time to do the ketchup mustard debate. Uh, hit us in the comments, so if you have a, an opinion on that, maybe we can fight it out in a, in a what was it, the debate game? Maybe we can oh, bring yeah. that one back. Yeah. Debate ketchup versus mustard. Uh, that's nothing to do with my topic. Mm. I got a chance last night to ride these scooters. Oh, yeah. Oh, vroom, vroom. And they are vroom-tastic. <laughs> I was really scooting. It was a beautiful night, yeah. nice cool evening, and we just had a couple of blocks to go. Zipped up and down on the scooters. It cost just a couple of bucks. These things are fucking sweet. They're VO. Mm-hmm. V-E-O. Uh, I expected it was going to be like a Lyft or an Uber scooter because they have those in other cities, but VO, if you get a chance to ride those, I think it's a it's a really high-quality scooter and uh, a pretty nice app and all yeah. that stuff. So this was a, I was on a magic carpet ride, man. I'm curious, what variant of the, the scooter did you get? <laughs> The alligator. I had the stand. Yeah, I had classic uh, scooter. It was was classic scooter. I was at the standing one. Seth Seth and some of our friends were on seated ones. You got to do the sit down ones. Dude, the sit down ones are game changers. He he kept saying he was going to fall asleep if he was riding on them, which they are peaceful as fuck because I rode them them both down to go downtown where Cody was to start the night and then rode them back. And. So like I w- I almost I mean I kind of agree I when when I arrived at the bar that we were going to um, I almost felt like I wanted to take a nap cause I, felt so, <laughs> I felt so peaceful on those things because it doesn't I mean they go but they don't go so fast where you're like scared you're going like 15, 14, 15 miles an hour they're electric scooters and they don't make a ton of noise so really the only thing you hear as you're going it's just like the wind and like mm-hmm. the crackling every once in a while of like rocks or sand or whatever they don't sand or rocks all <laughs> they don't go like or anything it's just it's it's silent basically they're just so damn peaceful they're so fun very cool highly recommend these if you want to feel like you're floating on a cloud mm-hmm. uh, and just play some aloud in your headphones or something it'll feel like a <laughs> whole new world for you <laughs> I actually seriously had the thought today um, as I was walking downtown during my lunch break. I'm like, why can't we just live in a world where everyone gets one of these scooters for free and that's how everyone goes places? I know they don't go super fast, but like they could put like a little bubble around them, like on the outside. So if it rains or whatever, give everyone one of these. And the traffic would be like we drove. uh, I drove to Chicago this last week. And traffic was congested and accidents and people are flying all over the place. It's like... Bodies everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Give give us these scooters. Let us just zip around on them. Traffic won't be congested. I'm sure people make it to destinations faster, at least in town, if we can do these scooters. Like, 
Just get everyone one. They're so okay. fun. But a, like a huge scooter pileup would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> 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 ding, ding. Getting like a fender bender and you gotta have a fist fight with a teenager that you rammed into. <laughs> it's gonna be annoying. Pros and cons, but I'm for it in general, I would say. My one more thing is I I had been working like working out at home. Um, I have like a little bit of a bench and stuff, but I'm just like I, it's not efficient. I'm not really getting the best uh, workouts and whatnot. So I finally went back and joined a gym. But the thing is, g- going to gyms is always weird. Um, again, I'm not like the most like active uh, or like a intense workouter. Uh, I don't know anything. But there's always these kind of stereotypical people that are in the gym. I don't know. Why are you hanging out in the gym for like three hours? Don't you guys have things to do? Fuck those people. Yeah, like today. Again, it's only my second day of going. And there was like four dudes literally just having a conversation. Again, it's probably like us and video games or us and movies and just, you know, chat. And maybe they're friends. But I'm like, why are you here? It's because those group of friends don't have another excuse to sit around in uh, little amounts of clothing and stare at each other while they're all glistening. I mean, honestly, that might be it. They should start a <laughs> podcast. That's what we did. Yeah. Exactly. Our number one rule is no shirts while recording. Must glisten. And you must have a spray bottle to have next to you at all times, because so, if you're not glistening, then we're not recording. Hey, bro, you didn't wipe that machine down? What? Are you, huh? You using that? Can <laughs> I get those dumbbells? Huh? You think this is yours? Is this your gym? I can't. Dude, I, I don't like working out in front of... Like, running is the extent of yeah when I'm in public, and I still don't even see that many people. But that's... I don't want people watching me while I'm, while I'm sweating. Oh, uh, oh another uh, stereotype that I noticed today. The dudes, you know, they're doing their thing. But the way too close to the mirror guy. I don't understand that guy. Again, there's mirrors everywhere. Y- you can see yourself in it. But this person will walk up right to where the rack of all the dumbbells are and just pump them out six inches from the mirror and i'm like what are you what are you doing man what are you doing why are you so close to the mirror do you want to kiss yourself oh yeah (laughs) i know this because i've been that guy (laughs) i so like if i'm at the gym i gotta see fucking results there i'm gonna get bored fast and never go back so like i gotta see my veins wiggle while i'm doing fucking yeah and that's that's why you had to be six inches away so you could actually get in there and and actually see him If I'm too far away, I'm not even registering that I have arms. Uh, they just appear invisible like Kate Moss in uh, South Park, but she's so thin. <laughs> what about, Jared, the uh, the girl on the phone the whole time? I I don't think I've seen that stereotype yet, but that is definitely one where yep. they're also there for like three hours, but they're constantly on their phone. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you here? Well, the the reason that there's no girls on the phone while Jared's at the gym is because they're all watching him pump some iron. That's true. Get some. Dude, it's what it, it's going to happen. Watch out, ladies. Going to it, pump you up. Going to pump you up. God, I wish I had a sounder for that. I, I, I might make one out of what Jared just did. That was an interesting sound. Yeah, gym stereotypes, it's funny because they're all true. Yeah. Like, they really do exist, every single one of them. Fucking gym. So I'll probably I'll probably be back in like a month or two with some uh, some more fun stories because again uh, I don't leave my house much so this will be my material for the podcast I'm sure. It's like a human safari. You gotta check out the the wildlife that inhabits the. Uh, Anytime uh, fitness, baby. Twenty four seven. I might have to start going at like two a.m. and see what kind of crazy shit I run into. I think you should do that. That's when I want to be there. 
I'd go fucking do it by myself in the dark. That'd be well. That is exactly what I said. Shouts out Anytime Fitness for uh, being where uh, where the rumors of the internet come to life. What do you got for us, huh? Not a whole lot. I just, uh, again, appreciate you guys coming along to Chicago and celebrating, ringing out my 20s uh, and Mm -hmm. ringing in uh, a, a new decade. Just appreciate you guys coming down and all the various things that you, like Jared brought some whiskey Cody got everything set up with the escape rooms and uh, helped out with that and paid, paid a bunch of those and just appreciate you guys doing that stuff. So th- th- otherwise, I normally on my birthday, I kind of just go to movie alone, have some food. So it was good to, to not have to think about turning 30 and just had fun instead. So appreciate it. Has, uh, has it hit you? Did you, did you listen to I'm Turning 30, Bo Burnham on repeat <laughs> in the shower crying yet? Not yet. Um, okay. I, been been distracted with Cody being here all week, and you got and uh, Jared, you hung out a little extra time too. I appreciate you hanging out for for uh, helping me uh, forget about that too uh, for the extra day. <laughs> so, oh no, dude! It was uh, again like you're saying. It was it was a good old a good old time of us just kicking it yeah. essentially. Definitely, uh, you know, even though I'm turning thirty, it felt like I'm uh, eighteen <laughs> with all the video games and food and hell my, yeah. It's gonna hit me here soon, probably. Uh, this weekend is also gonna be a, a probably a rough one on the body uh, with our fantasy football draft and all the food and and uh, booze we're gonna consume. So, man, I'm I'm anticipating post Labor Day uh, <laughs> death to my body. Also, I'm sure uh, Mr. Snacky there probably has a pile of snacks that are piling <laughs> up right now. I know I have a whole bag of I have a whole bag of cookies and half a cake still in the fridge, so Jeez. going strong. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of snacking. Uh, we got pretty snacky last weekend, and if if you're ever looking, by the way, to not think about your age changing, uh, my recommendation would be to go to a Mexican restaurant and get a gallon-sized margarita. <laughs> <laughs> that works pretty well at uh, making your troubles fade away. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> Fun birthday times. Glad you enjoyed enjoyed the big day, Seth. Jim Bros doing their Jim Bro stuff, and the magical scooter experience that is Via. <laughs> As we got this week, and one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. All right, folks. I want to thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully, you enjoyed a fun and safe weekend. And if you're headed back to work today, tomorrow, uh, hopefully, we gave you a couple things to chat about with your friends and your colleagues as you get back out into the world. Uh, once again, don't forget to check out sociallyconstipatedpod.com. Dot com. That's where you're going to find all of our social media profiles, uh, all the episodes, links, show descriptions, join the mailing list, become an anchor wanker. Wanker. You guys know the drill. Uh, so thank you all for the support you're already giving us, and uh, if you can help us find some new folks to join the party, we'd certainly appreciate that as well. So if you like this episode, don't forget to uh, share it with your friends and uh, let them know what we're all about. Very excited for Gridiron Grunts this week. We're going to be talking Shang-Chi on the Entertainment Outhouse on Friday. So keep an eye out for both of those episodes, and we're going to wrap things up right there. So for Jared Buffendall and (laughs) Seth, the birthday man, Ott, uh, I've been Cody Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.